What's going on, friends and fans? Ryan Dorn here, and welcome to another edition of the podcast. Hey, we've got a new format for you. It's going to be coming out every two weeks. It's going to be shorter, more targeted, right on point to get you what you need and get you back out on the street. This week's podcast is brought to you by our friends at 032 Outsourcing. Virtual staffing allows you to spend more time on the things that truly matter. Learn more online, 032outsourcing.com. Live from the Brainswell Media Studios, this is the Ryan Dorn Business Show. Ryan is a 30-year Emmy-winning sales, marketing, and leadership advisor. He has touched over half a billion dollars in revenue and still sells every day. Ryan has been featured in Forbes, USA Today, and has trained over 20,000 professionals in seven countries. Now, here's your coach, your confidant, your fellow business warrior, Ryan Dorn. Hey friends and fans, Ryan Dorn here with your sales training tip of the week. This week, we're talking about the 3D sales strategy that I so often deploy when I'm meeting with my customers. I'm asked all the time, hey, Ryan, how do you sell as much as you sell and still do all the other things that you do, speaking and running conferences and your wife has businesses and all that different kind of stuff? It's because I'm super organized and I'm super strategic. Now, let me just give you a point of honesty here. Um, the way that God designed my DNA, okay, I or whoever you think designed you. I'm just not an organized person by nature. I'm kind of one of those, woo, let's just have a good time kind of people. But what I, a person, what I recognized is that when I'm organized in my sale, when I've got my sales process and strategy really ironed out, like I do with my 3D sales strategy, I almost always move further faster with each one of my customers. Now, if you follow me for a while, you know that I'm a big fan of the power of three. And so that means I always present three pricing proposals. I have three words in my subject line, three sentences max in every email. I reach out to people every three business days. So why would my strategy of asking questions and my 3D sales process be any different? So the three dimensions or the three, if you will, levels of my sale, first is prospecting, then it's the second is having great meetings, and the third is retaining customers for a lifetime. Now, when I'm on a meeting with somebody, I also deploy another three-step process, and that is helping them or asking them what their problem is. The second step of that is finding out how long or how big this problem is. And then the third is to figure out what they have or have not done to fix that problem. Now, the reason that I do that is because it allows me to be the person that removes pain, their pain from the occasion. So let's walk through a little scenario uh, together. I'm meeting with a customer, having a really great conversation. I get to the point in the process where I'm asking some questions and I might be talking about what their pain points are. For example, I might say, if I could wave a magic wand, so to speak, and eliminate one of the pain points that your business has right now. What could I do to help relieve that pain? How could I be the biggest help to you? Then they give me either a pain point, a problem, a goal, something that they want, they desire, and something like that. Now, normally I want to focus in on big pain points and what my software, my media, my products, my services can do to eliminate that pain or help ease the pain. So whatever I ask as a question, I really want to identify their biggest pain points, however you want to ask it. Then the next piece, the second step of this is I want to find out how long has this been a problem? 
Has this been a problem for a month? Has it been a week? Has it been a year? Has it been the last five years? I want to identify very specifically how long they've been struggling with this little piece, this little area of focus. Then the third thing that I want to do is I want to find out what have they done? What have they done to fix the problem, to alleviate the pain, to get over the hump, to reach the goal? Now, the third piece is kind of important. It really is psychological. The reason it's psychological is because if I can get them to admit that they've, A, got a problem, if I can get them, number two, to admit, hey, they've tried to fix it and haven't been successful in fixing it, number three, I can get them to help me understand how long that's really been a problem, well, then, friends, you've got a winning scenario on your hands, especially if your product or service can help alleviate pain or eliminate the problem. Psychologically, I want them to declare out loud that this has been a problem for the last six months or they've tried other companies, other software, other marketing ideas to alleviate this problem and it still hasn't gone away. You know, something that I observe, friends, on almost every sales call is that most people don't have a plan. They don't have a roadmap that they follow on each one of their sales calls. Now, we've talked about it a bunch of times, but this is one piece of my total sales call, and that is identifying their problem, figuring out how long they've had this problem, and then figuring out how much money they've spent or what they've tried to do to fix this problem in the past. Friends, Every single meeting with a customer, an advertiser, or whatever should follow some type of plan. What you don't want to do is, well, you know, every client is different. Every advertiser is different. Every customer is different. Yeah, but if you handle your sales strategy that way, you'll never be able to identify repeatable patterns of success. In this 3D process that I'm sharing with you, what's your problem? How long has that been a problem? How much money, time, effort, and energy have you, have you spent to fix that problem? That's one piece of the total meeting that helps you be able to help them identify the pain and position yourself as a person that can potentially be a savior or be the person that removes that pain. Never forget, friends, in the total sales process, a total process is built up of all kinds of little pieces and plans. This is one of those pieces that I want you to really think about as you're asking questions and trying to get deeper with your customers and build better relationships. Hey friends, my goal is really simple, to provide you tactical and practical information you can put into practice right away. Speaking of that, I'd be a pretty terrible sales coach if I didn't take my own advice, right? Hey, if you would, give me 30 seconds here to pay a few bills. Take care of those people that are out there to take care of all of you. We'll be right back with your listener questions after these commercial messages. This podcast is brought to you in part by the outsourcing experts at 032outsourcing.com. Virtual employees save you time, money, increase your productivity, and ultimately your profitability too. Learn more about outsourcing today. Visit 032outsourcing.com. Your podcast host, Ryan Dorn, has his new sales book on Amazon, Audible, and at Barnes & Noble. Selling Forward, Pandemic-Tested Strategies for Sales Success has been called a must-read for every sales professional. 100% of the net proceeds from Ryan's book sales always go to the Golden Harvest Food Bank. Buy Selling Forward today at your favorite retailer. Okay, now back to the podcast. Here's your fellow sales warrior and host, Ryan Dorn. Hey, friends and fans, Ryan Dorn here answering your listener questions sent in to Ryan at RyanDorn.com and love these questions, so keep them coming. All right, question here. This question comes from Rod in Washington State. 
Hey, Ryan, uh, like the podcast and the videos too. Thank you, Rod. Ryan, I'm curious about your top three or four subject lines that you use during the prospecting process to get some type of open and reply. Any help is appreciated. So uh, Rod, obviously um, email is a big part uh, of the sales business. So there are three or four subject lines that I use on a regular basis. Now I would be remiss if I didn't give you a little bit of training on that. And I'm a big fan of uh, what I like to call Uncle Ryan's rule of three and three. Three words in the subject line, three sentences max in every email. Now, when I'm writing subject lines, it's the first thing I'm thinking of, not the last thing that I'm thinking of. So the first thing I'm thinking is, what would cause the person's brain that's receiving my email, what would cause that person's brain ethically to say to themselves, oh gosh, I need what is this? I need to open this. What is this now? And the way I do that is by asking a question. So one of the things that's gotten me a lot of success over my sales career is using subject lines with a question mark. So for example, it could be your advice, question mark, your thoughts on this, question mark. Now granted, that's four words, but you get my point. Uh, A little advice, your thoughts on this, question mark. Have you considered this new idea for you or things like that? What I'm wanting is someone to see the subject line And I want their brain to say, what is that now? I need to open that. Now you want to be ethical. Like I received one the other day, a subject line was free lunch, question mark. I'm like, heck yeah. I opened it up and was like, ah, gotcha. All right, I'm not talking about fooling people. I'm talking about using normal psychology that would get someone to go, hey, you know, what is, you know, what is that? Now, most of you know, my main company is Brain Brain Swell Media. And so I had a subject line that said Brain Swell Media's, Brain Swell Media's, 23 marketing plan. And I'm like, what is that? And so I opened it up and it was actually, it was a sales solicitation of somebody that wanted to help me with my marketing plans, which it actually worked because I opened the email. Now, maybe I should talk Rod about some things that I don't think work. Um, Subject lines that are overly clever, subject lines that have my name in the subject line, because I, for the most part, only spammers put your name in the subject line. Subject lines that contain your company name or your product name, that does not get me excited. I want you to think about what is the, what, you can, what can you put in the subject line that would make somebody's brain go, oh, okay, I need to open that to see more, to get more. It's sort of like a bit of a, of a teaser. Now, the next thing, Rod, that you want to be thinking about is what value will the person receive, the person receiving that email, what value will they get if they reply back to you? So if you're sending something out that's generic or something that's just a blatant solicitation, there's, there's no value in it. So when I'm asking people to reach back out to me, it's because I've given them a reason to reach out. Something in that email is a value to them. The other thing to remember, Rod, and everybody else out there is, I mean, if this job was easy, everybody would be doing it. It does require a little bit of thought. And if you listen to the podcast, watch the videos that we put on YouTube and things like that, um, you'll realize that everything I do is very, very relevant. So I like to talk about things I've seen about their business on LinkedIn, press releases, things I've seen about their company on Facebook, things I've seen on Instagram, things I've seen on LinkedIn, those that type of thing. Because the more relevant you are, the more real that you are. The more relevant you are, the more your credibility as a salesperson goes up. So Rod in Washington, I hope that's helpful to you. Thank you for that question. I think it's a really good one. So get out there and try to grow your sales and make things happen. 
All right, here's another listener question. Debbie in Woodstock, Illinois. Debbie from Woodstock, Illinois. I know where Woodstock, Illinois is, so that's great. Hi, Debbie. All right, Debbie's question. Hey, Ryan, I've heard you talk about email sequencing in the sales prospecting process. Could you talk a little bit more about that? Uh, sure, Debbie from Illinois. So there's a couple of pro, there's a lot of programs out there that'll do uh, sequencing and email automation. Um, so let me just give you a couple. And uh, these people that I'm going to mention, you should be a sponsor of these videos and the podcast, just so you know. Okay. Um, so the one that I, there's two that I use a lot. The one that I use is called MixMax. MixMax. Another one that I use and my clients use, uh, specifically built for Gmail, but I think it works for Outlook as well, is one that's called If No Reply. Okay, so let's talk about email sequences. Now, that's different than mass emails, which is actually a question that we'll cover uh, later on from Marty in Nevada. But Debbie, sequencing is me as a salesperson recognizing that probably sending one email to somebody is probably not going to get me a response. So what we know from companies like Sales Driver, Sales Donut, companies like that, what we know is that typically a prospect is going to delete you or say no four times before they say yes on that fifth attempt, okay? So all the sequences I do are unique subject lines, unique bodies in the email with different information. I'll explain. I set my sequence to go out every three business days. So what you would do is logging into MixMax, if no reply, other companies that are like that. Some of your CRMs uh, will do it as well, is looking at the five emails that I'm gonna send and make sure that they all contain some similar themes like only asking for a 10 minute meeting or something like that. But my emails all follow good old Uncle Ryan's rule of three and three, okay? Am I old enough to be your uncle? Uncle Ryan's rule of three and three. Three words in the subject line, three sentences max in the email. Now remember, every subject line is gonna need to be different every email. So remember, we've talked about subject lines. I like subject lines with a question, like your advice, question mark, any thoughts on this, question mark, have you considered this, question mark. Then the email's gonna have three sentences in it. First sentence will be social proof, Second sentence will be your point of being relevant. Third point will be your ask, okay? First sentence is social proof. Hi, Bonnie. We're working with company A, company B, company C, and they're loving it, okay? That's social proof. Second sentence, mentioning something from LinkedIn, from their Facebook, you've seen on their website, a press release, mention something there that proves that you're relevant to them, that you've been doing some research and you're not a generic salesperson, okay? Third sentence is your ask. When could I get just five or 10 minutes? Now remember, coming back to my training and all the training we do together, I only ask for five or 10 minutes. I don't ask for a 60 minute meeting. And now, will 10 minutes turn into 60? Sometimes, but the reason I don't ask for 60 minutes is because most people don't have 60 minutes to give, especially just to a company or somebody that they don't know. So that's how the sequencing works, Debbie. Five emails in the sequence, five unique subject lines, usually with a question, I follow the same format, although I'm going to be mentioning different things, mention different companies, social proof, whatever it is that's a point of relevancy, change that for each email. And then the third thing is your ask. So now remember, with MixMax, with If No Reply, with most automation tools, you're writing customized emails. I'm going to send them every three business days. I might vary the time of the send. I'm always going to vary the subject lines. But as soon as somebody replies to the sequence, 
make sure you choose a tool like one of these, which stops the next email from being sent within the sequence. Hey friends, I'm not trying to create lazy salespeople. I'm just trying to use technology to help me do my job a little bit more efficiently. And that, friends, is the podcast for this week. We'll see you back here in two weeks. But hey, if you don't press pause or stop or fast forward or whatever, guess what? Another podcast all about sales and marketing will come your way very soon. Ryan Dorn saying thank you so much. God bless you. Get out there and sell something. If I can be of help, reach out to me, ryandorn.com. All right, we'll see you in two weeks.